Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We're live on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And when I say worldwide, I mean worldwide, not just outside of Mississippi. (laughs) Shout out to my buddy Chris Peoples. He's listening all the way in Kuwait. This morning, tagged me, uh, let me comment on my Facebook post and let me know. So, shout out to Chris. We grew up together over there in a little area of Jackson, can't too much get into anymore, called South Jackson. So, uh, shout out to my boy Chris. Appreciate you streaming us worldwide over there in Kuwait. All right. If you want to chime in this morning, Guns and Gear text line 769 241 1944. Phone line. 601-879-0002. I got an announcement to make real quick. I was going to wait till tomorrow. But I was like, eh, heck with it. We'll do it this morning. I am getting, you know, a lot of this radio show since it started has been kind of the, a bit of a redemption tour for me. You know, writing a lot of wrongs, getting an opportunity to write some wrongs. And look, I still got a lot to go. Still got a lot to go. But one of the, mistakes I've made since I started doing this was I had committed a couple years ago to doing the uh, American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink uh, campaign where you raise money uh, and all that good stuff. And I dropped the ball. I was going through a lot of stuff personally at the time. And I just, I I put it on the back burner, got behind and just kind of ignored it. I mean, I don't have no other way to sugarcoat it here. And it's it'd been on my mind a lot lately, is how do I write that wrong? I didn't even know if you could do it twice, if they would allow you, if they would have me back. I had reached out to them, talked to somebody, never really got a for sure answer. Well, lo and behold, an old friend of mine, Mary Burnett, is now running part of that operation, running that operation. I'm not sure of her exact title over there. She reached out to me last week and asked would I be interested. I explained that I had done it before and dropped the ball. And she said, no problem. You're in if you want to do it. So I'm telling y'all, I'm in. We're going to raise some money. We're going to go all in on this thing. I'll have my uh, fundraising website up today. I was, that's why I was going to wait till tomorrow so I could just direct y'all there to the end. But neither here nor there. Figured we would do it this morning. Let's show them what the WYAB audience, what the Clay Edwards Show audience is capable of. You know, they said we got to raise 5000 I think that's the minimum. So we got to get to work. <laughs> well, uh, I'll throw an event or two. We're going to have a good time with it and show everybody what we can do. Let's uh, let's help kick cancer's butt. 
via real, the Real Men Wear Pink campaign, which I believe it goes through October. I'll get all the details together. All right. So that'll be fun. <clears throat> Y'all will get to see me wear pink every day in October, I guess. So I, as I was doing my show prep last night, <clears throat> I'm sitting there. There's this big hubbub about the movie Barbie. Guys, look, nobody is more knee-deep in the culture war than Clay Edwards and the back and forth in the culture war. But conservatives, don't act like liberals on this. If your kid wants to see Barbie, take her or him to see Barbie. You know, I saw Ben Shapiro put up a like a 45-minute review of Barbie. I did not watch 45 seconds of it, or four seconds of it, or five seconds of it. I'm not a big Ben Shapiro fan, because he's a grifter. He's a grifter. And you're like, no, Clay, I love, he drinks liberal tears out of his cup. He's not a grifter. He's one of us. No, dog, he, he ain't one of us. He, he ain't one of us. You know, y'all need to be careful who you're giving your $15 a month to with some of these subscription services because you're getting played. You know, there's real conservative content creators out there. They get up every day, put all their, put all their beliefs on the front line at the risk of being canceled and everything else. Every day. At the risk of losing their jobs. Every day. That you don't have to send $15 a month to. Now, I'll gladly take it. My PayPal, at SaveJXN. <laughs> My cash app, at SaveJXN, you want to send somebody some money. I ain't above it, I can assure you. But I don't ask for it. I'm going to read you. And you're like, well, how, how do you know he's a grifter? How do you know he's a grifter? Okay, well, I'm glad you asked. I've got some audio queued up here. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. Do I need to play anymore? Do I need to play anymore? This is Ben Shapiro. I did not. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. Let's say it one more time. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. I am voting for Donald Trump in 2020. There- if you were a real conservative, you would have voted for Donald Trump in 2016. What was the other option? Who was the other option? What lizard person was the other? Oh, that's right. Hillary Clinton was the other option. If you did not vote for Trump, then why would you ever vote for him? There are three reasons I'm going to vote for Donald Trump in 2020 when I didn't four years ago. First, I was simply wrong about Donald Trump on policy. Second, I wasn't really wrong about Donald Trump on character, but whatever damage he was going to do has already been done, and it's not going to help if I don't vote for him. See, I believe we told y'all that. I'm pretty sure we told y'all that. We were not electing a pope. We were electing somebody who would come in and save America and make America great again. This time. And third, most importantly, the Democrats have lost their minds. So, first of all, Donald Trump. It it took from 2016 to 2020 for you to realize that the Democrats have lost their effing minds. What bubble do you live in where you didn't think the Democrats had already lost their effing minds? Let's continue just a little bit here. Has governed pretty conservatively. I thought he would not be conservative in his governance. I was just wrong on that. Donald Trump radically cut regulation. You actually saw reductions in the number of man hours dedicated to dealing with regulation for the first time in a long time under Donald Trump. 
He appointed originalist judges to the best of his ability. We're talking dozens of them, textualist originalist judges who actually care about the role of the judiciary. He cut taxes, jogging the economy, raising it to heights not seen in half a century, the lowest unemployment rate in half a century, people having their wages rise at the bottom of the spectrum. He appointed pro-life people to the executive branch and pursued pro-life policy via executive order. I'm having a hard time understanding why Ben Shapiro cares about pro-life when he was when he voted for Hillary Clinton. I have a hard time understanding why you suddenly are proud that Trump did something pro-life. But by the way, we've taken their abortions from them. Give yourselves a round of applause. MAGA took those abortions away from them. MAGA did that. MAGA, MAGA Supreme Court justices took their abortions from them, at least here in Mississippi. At least here in Mississippi. He dumped out of the idiotic Paris Accords, which were useless and counterproductive. He dumped the even more idiotic and evil Iran deal, which gave money to the Iranian mullahs to use for terrorism, as John Kerry freely admitted. Donald Trump. And you may be asking yourself, Clay, why are you continuing to play this? Because he does make some great points here that I want Democrats to listen to. And I want people who are wavering on the Trump train, trying to jump off at the next station. I want want to remind y'all what Trump did. Crushed ISIS. He killed al-Baghdadi. He killed Qasem Soleimani. Donald Trump is the first president of my lifetime not to start any new wars, which is a kind of big thing. He moved the American embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. He brokered the first meaningful peace deals there in three decades in the Middle East. He cracked down on China in unprecedented ways. He's resisted using the federal government to control everybody's life during COVID. That's a big thing. This is the biggest government power grab of my lifetime, and Trump refused to do it. Donald Trump restored due process on college campuses because he actually cares about due process, or at least his secretary of education does. Contrary to popular opinion, Donald Trump has not actually threatened the institutions. The fact is that Donald Trump may have been hemmed in by his own people. Whatever the rationale, he has not threatened the press. He has not threatened the legislature. He has not used the executive branch in nearly as powerful ways as Barack Obama did. Trump hasn't been as conservative as I would like on everything. He spent way too much money. Like, But Hillary Clinton would have been as conservative as you like. My text then a second ago and says, where does it say that he voted for? Where does it say that he voted for Hillary? If you didn't vote for Trump, you voted for Hillary. I don't. I don't care if you went and pulled the Libertarian lever or anything. If you voted, for, if you didn't vote for Trump, you voted for Hillary. That's where he says it. When he says at the beginning of the video, "I did not vote for Trump." Let's take a call here. Let's let's, let's argue this morning. Hey, you're on there. Hey. Uh, I need you to use logic. <laughs> uh, just because you don't vote for somebody doesn't mean that you vote for the other party. Oh, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. It do. I mean, yes, it if does. I stay in a conservative state such as Mississippi and I don't vote for Trump, doesn't mean I voted for Hillary because I know who's going to win Mississippi. No, if in a presidential election, if you don't vote in in the in the in the general election. Yeah, a, a vote. A, a vote. If you didn't vote for the other guy, you voted for the opponent. That's not how voting works. Yes, it is. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. They don't get one of my votes if I don't vote at all. That means my vote wasn't counted. That's how that works. If you if you voted for the other person, your vote wasn't if counted. If I don't vote at all, that means my vote wasn't counted. Oh no. Yeah, sure. If you didn't vote, sure, your vote wasn't counted. Yeah, he voted. Shapiro didn't vote. He voted. He voted for Ted Cruz in the primary, and then he voted for Hillary. And then he did not vote at all 
in the general election. He voted for Hillary, as far as I'm concerned. Where does it say? Where does it? Where does it say he didn't vote at all? If he says he did not vote for Trump, you're just generally saying that he voted for Hillary. Where does it say he voted for Hillary? Where does it say he didn't vote? But if he's a staunch Republican or conservative, he's a staunch why would, he just, why would he just go and vote for a Democrat? I mean, because you have never Trumpers who didn't vote. Like my brother, he didn't vote at all in the 2016 election. So he didn't vote for Hillary. He just didn't vote, which a lot of people in 2016 didn't vote because they were never Trumpers. Ugh. They didn't just go and pull a lever for Hillary Clinton. That makes no sense. We disagree. Thank you. Yep. I ain't. I ain't backing off this one. I am. I am not backing off this one. Uh, Chris tech, Chris chimes in on the guns of your text line. And says if you don't vote, you acquiesce your vote to the majority. Uh, Dave is, uh, I guess, a uh, a Ben Shapiro fan. Tells me, um, Clay. It says, "What's here, Clay? I respect most of your opinions, but you're wrong about Shapiro. I could be wrong, but is there anything where he actually said he voted for Clinton? Just because he didn't vote for Trump doesn't mean he automatically voted for Clinton. If you have something where he says he voted for Clinton, show it. All right, hold on, hold on. Let's try this again. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. I am voting for Donald." He did not say he did not vote. He said he did not vote for Trump, which tells me he voted for somebody else. I did not vote for Trump. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. He did not say I did not vote. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is brought to you by Watkins Construction Roofing. I'm just going to read you one of their great 500, five, one of their multiple 500 five-star reviews. Why, why let Mr. Radio Man tell you how great they are when their customers can tell you? This is from Andy Dykes. He goes, I recently had some roof issues and a friend recommended Watkins Construction Roofing. I had the privilege to meet Mr. Johnny Casada friend of mine. His inspection was very thorough, and he was completely honest about the damages. It's not something I wanted to hear, but he didn't sugarcoat it or overpromise, and then change the pricing later. I really appreciated the honesty throughout the whole process. You want honesty, you want constant communication, you want professionalism, you want locally owned, you want it done right. Watkins Construction and Roofing is going to offer you all those things and more. You can also know that you're going to be giving back to the community. <clears throat> Every year, Watkins Construction Roofing has somebody involved in the Real Men Wear Pink campaign that I'll be doing again this year. Um, always on the front line. Always doing the right thing. Always giving back to the community. You know, Those are the little things that I look for when I do business with somebody. That's why I love doing uh, business with so many of these great sponsors. Uh, Lakeland Glass and Tent comes to mind off the top of my head. That's constantly involved. So check them out, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. They'll come out to do a complimentary roof inspection. You know, they'll, they'll give you some good news or they'll give you some bad news. But whatever they give you is going to be the true news. It's going to be the truth. It's going to be the real news. <laughs> Just like this radio show, the real news. All right, anyhow, 
WatkinsConstructionInc.com, your hometown roof repair specialist. Okay, so I have a... Hey, look, man, it's all right that we disagree. I don't get mad at y'all for disagreeing with me. It's good conversation. My opinion is that any vote that wasn't for Trump was a, or any no vote, however you want to look at it, any non-vote or any vote against was a vote against. These elections are too important to not vote. Too many people died for your right to do it, for you to spit on their graves and not do it. You know, I don't want to go vote for Tate Reeves in the general election. But I'm going to go vote because I want to vote for Chris McDaniel in the lieutenant governor race. Because I know, because I know Chris is going to beat Delbert in the primaries. I'm going to vote in that too. Anyway, I digress. But I'll still vote for Tate Reeves over a Democrat because I can vote Democrat when I'm dead. Not voting for Presley. None of that. Just like I voted for Trump. Two straight years. Not two straight years, two straight elections. I also never voted for for, uh, for Obama. Not even once. Not even once to heal America. Not even once. All right. My whole point in this, uh, my whole point in this thing about Shapiro, before I kind of got off track there, was this dude spent 45 minutes reviewing Barbie, talking about how woke it was and it's a feminist thing, blah, 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 blah. And all that may very well be true. Don't ruin Barbie experience for your kids, man. If they want to go see a movie, take them to see a movie. That's all I'm saying. Heck, I said around the house, <laughs> dragging her into this whether she wants to be or not. I said me and the girlfriend sat around the house Sunday and watched a documentary on Netflix, that uh, The Toys That Made Us, and uh, watched the one about Barbie. Very interesting. Barbie was actually modeled off of a sex toy, a European sex doll. So, or it was a prostitute. <laughs> and they tell us it's not about our kids. Anyway. I ain't got no problem with Barbie. Kids want to play with Barbie dolls, let them play. All right. Let's see here. Chris didn't think I could use the word acquiesce or pronounce it properly anyway. I did. All right. Let's take a call. I think we got Ryan on the line here. Hey, Ryan. Good morning, brother. Hey, man. I'm glad you said that, man, because, you know, some stuff, you know, just let your kids be kids, man. You You do your part at home. Let them watch a movie, man. Like, some people are so woke, man, they need a nap, man. And I, I don't understand it. It's a movie. I get it. It may have some overtones or even some undertones. Let your children be children. If you're doing what the Bible says, which is, you know, train your child up in the way it should go, and, and it won't part far from them, do your part, man. Take them to go see a movie. And if you're doing your part at home, man, everything will be all right, man. I, you know, some folks are too woke for me, man. 
Hey, hey, look, and that's on. Hey, and that word "woke" ain't ain't exclusive to just the left side of the aisle either. There's plenty of people who are on the right side that are what I call woke conservatives. And I mm-hmm. and now look, if this movie had overt sexual, I mean, just really blatant sexual stuff, I, I'd be like, no, don't. You know, you may want to reconsider this. But everything I've right. heard is just hey, it's, it's a bit more on the feminist side of things. But I'll be honest, I ain't got no, uh, you know. Uh, Politics will make strange bedfellows. Like I never thought, me and the feminist would be on the same side, but I also never thought me and the uh, the Muslim folks would be on the same side. But the the feminists are the ones who are really getting punched in the face with all this trans stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the women, the feminine women, the feminists, the, the the whole intent of the movement of women can women empowerment. Now they got guys coming in pretending to be women. You know, they're on our side, whether they realize it or not. Does that make sense? Right, right. Oh, it, oh, it does. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, anyway, the most of the review I saw was like, you know, it, it leaned a little bit on the feminist side because Barbie wants to be a boss girl and this, that, and the other, and that's fine. Whatever, man. Maybe I look at it differently because I look at it differently because I have a daughter. But I, again, I ain't got no problem with it as long as they ain't slanging, slanging just overtly sexual stuff right on the screen and this, that, and the other. I, I, whatever. Right, man. I mean, you know, and again, you do your job as a parent, man. I mean, you, you do. And I'm pretty sure you, your daughter has excellent role models to, to, to look at. And she could probably even see people that, hey, we don't need to do this. So, I mean, if parents do their job at home, man, everything would be all right, man. You know, even when your children have questions, hey, what does this mean? Or what, what did they, when they said that, what do you think about that? You know, just have a conversation with the kids, man. We'll be all right. Yep. Ryan, appreciate it, brother. Ain't no thing, bro. Take right. care. Peace. All right. So, hey, look, and with all this said, clearly I ain't seen the movie and ain't going to see the movie. But uh, I am getting some texts on the Guns and Gear text line. Jamie says, Barbie does actually talk about the walls and kids' pants. And the fact was also said that Harvey didn't have a JJ in the movie. All right. So I don't know who any of these care. I don't know who Harvey is. <clears throat> but maybe maybe there is some stuff in there. Again, great job to the parents who, who have found out these things. And if you choose not to take your kid because you think it's too overtly sexual, well, that's obviously you're right as a parent. My point is, don't let Ben Shapiro or any other um, conservative analyst or anybody else detour you from doing your thing. Let's see here. Um, I think Harvey was actually Barbie. All right. Uh, let's see here. Ty says, at least Barbie wasn't twerking on police cars like so many great role models in Jackson. Y'all know, I have the video, still to this day, of the girl twerking on the cop car in Jackson. I still have that video to this day. Oh, man. There's a girl that's filming it in the background. She's like, Jackson, Mississippi. It's Jackson, Mississippi. That's why I start all my TikTok videos off with Jackson, Mississippi. It's from that video. Um, it's just another day in Jackson, Mississippi. Keith says, I haven't voted since 08. People often tell me that if I don't vote, I have no right to complain about the condition of our country. Sure, I can. I do it almost daily. Continue, I lost my voting privileges due to a felony. See, and, and this is where me and a lot of other conservatives are not on the same page. I believe there should be a path back to being able to vote. I, if, let's just say, for example, you go do four years in jail, 
you wrap up your probation, whatever it is. Let's just say, for example, let's say you get uh, sentenced to eight years. You do. You got to serve time for four. Then you're, you're you're on papers for eight. I would think at the absolute most, by the end of that eight, you should be able to vote again. Frankly, you should be able to vote. I don't think you should lose your. I don't think you should lose your voting rights as a felon. I, I just don't. It's very discretionary. What is a felony now was not a felony when our Constitution was written. You know, minus a couple egregious things. Murder, robbery. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't pretend to be a, a constitutional scholar here or any other kind of... I'm a scholar of Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> but other than that, I, I, I lean very uh, socially liberal on that. I think you should be able to get your vote, gun rights back if it's not a violent crime. I think you should be able to vote, really, regardless. Once you've, done, once you've paid your debt to society, I think you should be able to vote. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> Chris said, me after seeing Oppenheimer, spotting you at the pizza place after you saw Barbie. <laughs> he said to me, I probably shouldn't take memes to the air. All right, look, let's take a break. When we come back, man, I didn't mean to make the first 30 minutes of the show about Barbie and Ben Shapiro. But hey, again, we're all entitled to our opinions. You don't have to agree. I, I tell y'all all the time. I don't want any of y'all to say I, I agree with everything you say. Because that makes you a crazy person. Because I'm kind of a crazy person. I don't want you to... <laughs> you don't need to agree with everything I say. I Honestly, I like like my buddy there. I, I, I don't even know, I don't know his name. My buddy that called in a minute ago. That texts in all the time. I love that he disagrees with me. Because I like people to challenge me. I want to be challenged. I don't think that... I'm so right that it's set in stone. Like my mind can't be changed. I like to be questioned. We should all want to be questioned. I remember when, back in 2016, you know, we it was very personal. Any attack against Trump was an attack against me. I still kind of feel that way. But it was like we all had to, we, we acted very leftist. You know how the LGBTQ LMNOPs get? If you dissent at all from any of it, Oh, you're a right-wing, alt-right Nazi terrorist, Trump supporter. If you do, if you just don't, if you don't 100% walk in lockstep, I think now that I've had a little time to grow and reflect, that the right was very much like that. You had to agree with everything. If you thought Q was a uh, conspiracy, you must have be a Hillary supporter. Yada yada yada. I think we all um, have our different thoughts and opinions on things, and you should be able to talk about it out loud without being shouted down or, or, or told, oh, well, you, if you do this, you can't be a Republican. If you do this, you can't be a Democrat. It's one of the reasons I enjoy having Sean in here so much. Sean, Sean is very red-pilled about some things. Unfortunately, he says he's still going to vote for Joe Biden. So, I mean, I, he must have got one of the bad red pills. <laughs> anyway, it's okay to disagree with folks. Have a respectful conversation about it. Let the other person talk. Don't shout them down. Don't cuss them out. Talk it through. Maybe you'll change your mind. Maybe you'll change their mind. But you know what I've learned? is When you go into a conversation trying to change somebody's mind, rarely does that ever happen, if never. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. 
We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Hit them up for all of your home, car, and business window tinting needs. They also do wraps. They also, of course, do automotive glass, windshields, and more. Located on Lakeland Drive and over there on uh, Brainfart, right across the street from River Oaks Hospital. Flowood Drive. Lakeland Drive and Flowood Drive are the two locations. Thank you. So check them out online. You can book your appointments online, lakelandglassintent.com, or give them a call today, 601-946-1000, Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. All right, I have not heard from Derek in a week or so. We got Derek on the line. What's up, brother? Hey, brother. Um, I didn't know if this was um, open open um, forum today or what, but I wanted to um, give my commentary about that song that we got everybody's panties in a while. Oh, the uh, Try That in a Small Town? Yeah, yeah, look, I, I'm just going to say it like this. At the end of the day, Clay, you being a salesman, you sell a lot of pickup trucks, do you not? Yes. Now, as a salesman, you and I both know that what they, what any good image consultant would tell you is, at the end of the day, you're not selling a product, you're selling an image, right? The, the key to being a good salesman is to be able to sell yourself. And you're not selling a product, you're selling an image, right? A, life, a lifestyle, basically. Now, was the courthouse a poor choice for a video? Maybe I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Well, was he trying to was he trying to sell an image again? Maybe I don't know. But I like the song and I like the message that's in it. Image imagery, it's, it, it is important and it's everything. But again, was that the intent? I don't know. But however, I want ambiguity in everything, and what I mean by that is, if you're going to complain about the imagery in his video, start by complaining about the imagery in all these rap videos about blank this and blank that and drug this and drug that. Well, you know, you I know made the, I, mean? I made the same point on. Uh, I think I put it on the Save Jackson Instagram. I was like, you know, here's my problem. Y'all sit here in all of your videos and and all your songs, and you you literally brag about whose hood is the worst the deadliest, and sells the most dope. And then this guy comes out and says, well, don't try that in our small town. And, and somehow it's offensive. When when It's like me when I with the Save Jackson stuff. I call him out for all the drug dealing, killing, crime. We're going to talk a lot about it in the second hour today, about what's going on in Jackson. And But hold on now. You can't talk about that, even though we brag about these very things in our music. You're not allowed to talk about it. Do not ever turn the mirror back on me. You know, yeah. No, I can tell you, you won't get an argument from me on that because I'm I'm in total agreement with you. Yep. Again, you know, but yeah, rap rap videos can do this this imagery that glorifies death and drugs and sex and prostitution and everything like that with impunity, and they can glorify tragedies that have happened in the in the quote unquote urban communities that nobody bats an eye. You know, so the imagery in this in this video was it intentional? I don't know. Uh, okay, but I do. I mean, in, in, but if we're gonna complain about imagery, let's start at, at, at a let's start at our own home. You know what I mean? Well, look, here's the deal. If it hadn't been that courthouse, I guess there was. It ended up being the spot of a lynching in the 1920s or something. I, you know, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that could be just about any small town square courthouse in the South. You know, right. I mean, at what, at what point do you just have to say we want a small town courthouse? We have to look past this thing. It is what it is. I mean, 
again, there's lynchings in Jackson, Mississippi every day. Just, it's just black on black, so nobody cares. Yeah, well, now, again, like I said, I now, was the intent there? I don't know. You know, but does it take away from the message? Of course not. I'm going to say this. I don't think Jason Aldean is smart enough to have done it intentionally. Somebody okay, else. That, that's what I was trying to say. I, Some, I, I, you know, I don't like labeling people. Yes, I mean, look, and I, I like yeah. the guy. I like his music. I've been a Jason Aldean fan. I told the story last week. Since he played, I think he played Club Fire here. I saw him at a club show here. Then I saw him headline the convention center. Then I saw him headline the rodeo. I know the fair. Then I saw him headline the Coliseum as the headliner with Eric Church, who is arguably bigger than he is now, opening for him. So I've watched this guy's career from day one come come up through here. I've been in, I have admittedly, I am a Jason Aldean fan, but I don't mean I think he's the smartest tool in the shit. Hell, first off, he didn't even write the song. I mean, I'm a supporter of it. I believe in the message. He didn't even write the song. You know, so I'm supposed to believe the guy that didn't write the song also is supposed to come up with the idea to make a, right, now there was a lynching here in 1923, and they allegedly used some newspaper clippings from a newspaper in Mississippi. Some TikToker dug way deep into this, and somebody sent me the video. Somebody sent me the TikTok, and I watched her. Maybe it was on my Twitter. But apparently it was some newspaper clippings from somewhere in South Mississippi or somewhere here in Mississippi of a liberal newspaper guy in the 50s who got ran out of the small town for taking the backs of of um, blacks, basically, supporting blacks. Allegedly. I don't know if that's real or not, but they, 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 they make a convincing argument. But again, I don't think that Jason Aldean sat here and said, ha, 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 here's my master plan. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you won't get me to believe that either. And then, too, Clay, how many times have Tyler Perry featured courthouses and um, – and plantations in his movie. Well, no, okay. Canton, Mississippi. Time to yeah. kill. As long as it fits the liberal narrative yeah. that, that, that white men bad, it's okay. But if it if it fits a narrative of we ain't, we ain't going to take this crap, we're going to stand up, uh-uh, you can't do that. It, you know. Hey, I got another one for you, Clay. Do you remember back in the 90s, I, you know, like the 80s, the, you know, in the early 90s, best eras ever? Do you remember that group Divine when they sung that song lately? They shot it on a plantation. Man, I love that song. Love that. Every t- 90s, now, 90s now, R&B, that's my jam. Now, do you remember the song lately? It was a good song. Heck yeah. Look up the history of that, of that plantation that they shot it on. Now, do you think anybody better an eye on that? No. You, you see the ridiculousness of this stuff? Okay, hold that thought. Hold, but we, we, I got, we got three minutes left before we got to take a break. I got, I got to ask you. You remember okay. the you remember you speaking of plantations and uh, you, you're, you're a black guy obviously so I respect your opinion on this or I'm curious of your opinion. Um, there was a plantation up in North Mississippi somewhere I believe that had a slave quarters. They recently put that slave quarters up as an Airbnb. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What 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 do you think? Is that is that is that a, is that a line too far or should people be able to go and absorb the history of what, what of what happened? I think people should be able to go absorb whatever history they want to. Me too. You know. I mean, look, again, not a, not a black guy, so I want to be completely honest. I, 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 to me, I'm a history person. I would love to be able to go absorb the history, but, but clearly my history of that is different. Well, frankly, none of us lived through it. We can talk about our ancestors, this and that. My ancestors, my ancestors were poor sharecroppers, you know, not, not slave-owning white liberals. Right. So I would like to go enjoy the history of it. I'd like to go enjoy the history of it with a black friend and see their perspective of it. 
Yeah, yeah. well, see, just like when the museums opened. First place I took my kids to was the Mississippi side, and the first exhibit we went to was the Chief Martin exhibit because I personally knew Chief Martin before the casinos and during and, and you know, and after his, you know, his, you know, when he was no longer chief. Man, I, got I to, knew him personally. I got to hang out with him one night here at the Bulldog in Jackson. He was here for a business meeting, and he was just sitting in there by himself on like a Tuesday night. He was still chief, mm-hmm. obviously, and I just went over and introduced myself, had a few drinks with him. Um, really, really nice guy. You, you should have heard the comedy bit that um, that what's his name did up there when he when he did a show up there. Uh, I think it was Ricky Smiley. Mm-hmm. Ricky Smiley was like, um, no, it was um, Sinbad. Sinbad said when when he said when. Um, I first found out that I was coming up here to do to a Native American um, reservation. I was expecting to see the chief with fellas all the way down the hill. He said, "But when I saw y'all chief, man, he a pimp. <laughs> Walked in with his clean suit. Yeah, he, he he cracked it. He he talked about how he was a laid back, down to earth, real intelligent guy. Yeah. But yeah, I believe that was I believe it was Sinbad that said that. Yeah. yeah. All right, brother. But, I got to take my break, Derek. Great call. Hey, yes, sir. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. I wonder what happened to Derek. Hadn't heard from him in a few days. Good to hear him back up to uh, back up to speed there. Look, let's take a break. Come back. Close out the first hour. Hour two. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Jackson wise, we're going to talk about multiple, multiple. Got to say multiple two times. You know, multiple vehicles being shot in while driving down the road, both driven by women. What in the heck is going on in Jackson, Mississippi? Edward Show to close out the first hour here. Uh, hey guys, just um, <clears throat> don't forget the this Friday, Saturday night, it is the big Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. This Friday night, Chapel Heart, Friday, uh, Saturday night, up and coming country superstar Drake Milligan, Elk Chapel Heart, or up and coming country superstars as well. And from right here in Mississippi, you can get tickets online at Killebrew rodeo.com it's gonna be a blast man i ain't knocking any other rodeos i'm just saying they got mexican bullfighting going on and they've got the poker table of death where the guys sit out there and last man standing they they do this down at the the prison road the angola rodeo down in louisiana <clears throat> so it's something they've been wanting to do here they're going to be doing it even if you aren't into the bull riding and the quarter horse racing and the barrel racing and the steer wrestling and all that stuff, Mexican bullfighting and poker table of death is worth the price of admission in and of itself. And you also get Chapel Heart and or Drake Milligan, depending on what night you go. <clears throat> Let's do this. I've been threatening to give away some tickets for a few <laughs> for a few days now, and I kind of keep slipping on it. Somebody email me. Email me and tell me why you want the tickets. Clay at WYAB.com. Let's keep it simple. Who are you taking to the party with you? And will you buy me a beer when you get there? Clay at WYAB.com. So, hey, these aren't just no regular middle of the mall seats either. This is to sit on the VIP shoots. So you'll be sitting looking down at the bull riders and the bull as they get ready to buck out them shoots. You can't, I don't even think you can buy these. I think these are. For VIPs only. We'll call it the Clay Edwards Show VIP section. So email Clay at WYB. Tell me why you want the tickets, who you're taking with you. And uh, I'll pick a winner here 
uh, maybe before we get off the air. We'll be right back. Got lots of Jackson stuff to talk about on WYAB. All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the most incendiary show on the radio, the free range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide, all the way in Kuwait this morning. Shout out to my boy Chris Peoples listening to the free range human show of choice in Kuwait this morning at WYAB.com, the tune in app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. If you missed any of the show, Want to tell your friend about something crazy that guy on the radio said? Check out the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to music or stream podcasts or download them or whatever. However you consume it, we're there. Even on YouTube and Rumble. Just search Save JXN or Clay Edwards Show on the video platforms. When I started the video platforms, it was Save Jackson. It's kind of transitioned. Not that kind of transition, lefties. Kind of transition to just being the Clay Edwards show, but you can still search both and find it. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear, located right out there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. Open today. Man, they got some great deals of the day posted on their website. Everything from a pre-owned Anderson AM15 to a, this is cool, Yugo. Um, I don't even know how you say that. Uh, uh, 7.62 times 25 TOK. It looks cool. And it's only two ninety nine. <laughs> Hunter's probably listening like, oh my God, can we please get a gun guy to read these, to read these, uh, ad reads. So look, check them out, man. They got ammo in bulk. Assuming they still got some of this available. They have a thousand rounds of two, two, three in a can for five ninety nine. That was back on July 19th. So it may or may not still be available. But look, check them out on Facebook, Guns in Gear. Shop them online, gunsandgearms.com, or just stop by and see them in the store. And don't forget, they buy guns. Need In a pinch, need some cash, got a gun collecting dust that you don't need anymore in the back of the bottom drawer, take it out there. Turn that cash, turn that gun into cash. Or use it as trade-in dollars on a new one. Whatever your heart desires, no sense in going to a pawn shop, take it to a gun guy. And uh, find out what you got. If you got a gun, you inherited a gun in a family, uh, maybe an estate deal. Take it by there. Let them appraise it for you. Let them make you an offer on it. Or at least give you an idea of what it's worth. That's right. Guns and gear. They can also take care of all your Cerakoting needs and, of course, all of your gunsmithing needs. They're a one-stop gun shop right there on 51 North in Gluckstadt at Yandale Road. All right. So shout out to those guys. <clears throat> Let's see here, man. You know, so... I posted something on Facebook. Like, well, I'm going to get into the Jackson stuff immediately here. But there was one thing I did want to share. I remember this post when it came out. I'm get wrong Facebook page. When it came out, about, I want to say this around 2016 when I first saw this start floating around. And I remember the purple-haired lefties. Re! Re! You can't say that! Re! You can't say that. It's racist. Anyway, I remember him doing all that, <clears throat> screaming at the sky when this uh, this newspaper article came out. I, I think this lady got canceled. <laughs> I don't have her name, but it's in the newspaper, and it says, what is privilege? Privilege is wearing a $200 pair of sneakers when you never had a job. Privilege 
is wearing $300 Beats headphones while living on public assistance. Oh, come on down now. Privilege is having a smartphone with a data plan which you receive no bill for. Privilege is living in a public subsidized housing where you don't have a water bill, where rising property taxes and rents and energy costs have absolutely no effect on the amount of food you can put on your table. Privilege is the ability to go march against protest and protest against anything that triggers you without worrying about calling out for work or the consequences that accompany such behavior. Try that in my small town. Try that in my small town. And last but not least, privilege. This is going this, this to affect some of y'all. This is going to affect, brace yourselves. Democrats, sit down. This one's going to get you. Privilege is having as many children as you want, regardless of your employment status, and be able to send them off to daycare or school that you don't pay for. That, my friends, is privilege. Um, ran across that again yesterday. I shared it to the uh, Clay Edwards Facebook page. Check that out. Go share it. Anger a Democrat. Anger a liberal. Anger a lazy, no good for nothing welfare recipient. They refuse to get off their butt and go work. Anger somebody who's mad their tent funds got took from them. Which they didn't, by the way. Everybody still got their money. Anyway, I got a kick out of that. Let's talk about Jackson. I mean, I guess technically we did just talk about Jackson. Let's talk about some things going on in and around the bold new city, the most radical city in America. Well, I tell you what, promises made, promises kept from the Chakwe and Mumba campaign. It is hands down the most radical city in America. Promises made, promises kept. So what was it, Saturday? Saturday, I believe, a lady got her vehicle shot up right there in front of the Multi-million dollar condos, the Barrington. That's the high-rise condo building right there at Meadowbrook. Then, yesterday, right there on Dixon Road, Dixon Drive, in front of the old uh, East Forge Used Cars building. Used to be right there, was that 18 and Dixon, or whatever that road turns into anyway, when 18 crosses over 80. <clears throat> um, Runs down by Weston Plaza. Anyhow. I got a Weston Plaza story to tell y'all, too. But another shooting back there. Vehicle plows into a tree. People had to go to the hospital. Both vehicles driven by women. And the best I can tell, um, both were just random acts of violence. Random acts of violence. We know for a fact the one in North Jackson was. We assume, I, we, no, we, I, I assume, the one in West Jackson was. But you never know. You never know. I mean, there are a lot of times women are getting killed over there, and they're involved in some stuff. But, again, there was a kid in the car. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it was a random act of gang violence. Which completely goes against Chakwe's narrative that these are interpersonal relationships going to rise. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I one thing I'm kind of good at is conflict resolution. So, you know, typically my when my interpersonal relationships go awry, we just passive aggressively don't talk. 
or we talk it out. Sometimes feelings get hurt. Sometimes you don't talk no more. But when you have an interpersonal relationship going awry, the first thing I do is not shoot the person while they're driving down the road. You know, to the crime happens everywhere bunch. It, it, this doesn't. This does not happen everywhere. It just doesn't. And when it does, people are arrested. You know, it happened out there on Highway 25 last year. Our buddy Sean, the works for Capitol Police now, happened to be the first person on the scene, law enforcement, just passing by and stopped where a guy had had over the road rage incident. Gone awry. It wasn't an interpersonal relationship. It was a road rage incident. And some idiot hung out the window, shot a guy straight through the windshield, killed him. And he wrecked his car. But you know what? He asked around and found out that Rankin County ain't Jackson. He'll be spending the rest of his life in prison, I assume. But in Jackson, it, it, and I look, I know I sound like I'm contradicting myself a bit when I say this doesn't happen everywhere and I just told you somewhere that it, in fact, did happen. When I say that, I'm saying it's not a regular occurrence. Obviously, crime happens everywhere. But it happens at such a clip in Jackson that Jackson has become a sundown town. Except it's just sun up or sundown. Because you know, uh, the, the black Democrats got wound up talking about the Jason Aldean song. Not in my small town. I'll try that in a small town. Oh, it harkens back. I love when they use the phrase harkens back. You know it's about to be good. You know they're about to blame something on racism. It harkens back to lynchings and sundown towns. And if you're not familiar with what a sundown town was, you know, you just Google it. Basically, there were towns where they told black folks, don't let the sun go down on your back, you know, because bad things will happen. And that's terrible. That, that We can all agree that's terrible, right? Well, Jackson, Mississippi is a, is a confirmed sundown town, but for blacks and whites, it's an equal opportunity sundown town. So it's not, a, it's not racially discriminatory. The police even issued warnings last year telling people not to drive through Jackson by themselves at nighttime. If that's not the definition of a sundown town, then I don't know what is. I got kicked off TikTok last year for reading an official press release or Facebook post from JPD about this very warning. They, it was so ridiculous that TikTok thought I was spreading fake news and kicked me off. <laughs> when, when truth is stranger than fiction. That's Jackson, Mississippi, a sundown town, but it's also a sun up town because both these shootings into these cars happen in the middle of the daylight, in the middle of daytime. One of them was driven by a white lady. I presume the other was a black lady based on the location, but absolutely, that's just me uh, guessing. So again, no racial bias, equal opportunity um, drive-by shootings around here. Hey, real quick, man, I got some breaking news here. There's been a, a wreck involving a JPD officer. Let's see here. Bad wreck, 55 northbound at Briarwood. 
I mean, if, uh, this is from a buddy of mine at JPD. He says he believes somebody hit their car. Then he confirmed someone rear-ended a police car. Don't know the condition of anybody involved. If you're heading 55 northbound from Briarwood or towards Briarwood, north side to Briarwood, uh, bad wreck. Bad wreck. Uh, unknown texture said muddle. What's muddle? When is the muddle? I don't know what is muddle. Is that a, is that something I'm not familiar with? <clears throat> anyway, uh, guns and gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. And uh, if you ask, you shall receive. Let's take a call. You on there? It ain't that bad. It's just rearing. I just come through it. Okay, you talking about the wreck? Yeah, it just hit. It looked like it hit the. Uh, Pastor sack water panel. Okay, good. Nah, it ain't nothing bad. They got it all jammed up up here. Nah, one of those SUVs got clipped in the rear. I got you. You so so I take it you're riding through Jackson. Yeah, oh yeah, every day I got to work over here. You seen? You been shot at yet? Not yet, but uh, I did have run into one the other day, dude. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. He cut in front of me and then got on brakes and started doing stuff. And, I was going to come to the truck. I said, dude, I'll run over you. you <laughs> and then I, I guess when he realized I was pushing him, <laughs> he better go on and leave. Don't let the sun go down on your back, bro. I ain't worried about him over this way. <laughs> you know, I ain't riding that. I, I don't think they'll target us out here in these company trucks working. Well, I don't know. You got, you got, you got higher, higher hopes for them than I do. I think those would be a giant target. Well, we got, they got money. People try to steal those company trucks all the time. It's funny. I'm being a little so sarcastic with more, you, but you still, know, yeah, 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 yeah. They're more after, you know, hiring cars and all. I don't. I, I mean, I've been down there before. You know, they kind of look at you. We're here to work on the air conditioner. Oh, come on in. <laughs> yeah, they want that air conditioner fixed. They better not rob the <laughs> better not rob the HVAC guy. That, that's right. That's right. So, but uh, I keep eye out. I have been and I had not been doing some work down there before, and it started getting dark, and I started hearing gunshots, and I just tell the coach, "Hey, look, we got to leave. <laughs> we'll just be back in the morning." Cool. Back in so many mirrors back in there. All right, brother. Anything else? All right, man. You That's good? it, Clay. Have a good one, brother. Thanks for, the, thanks for the update, man. Appreciate Chris there. Risking life and limb. Driving through Jackson to give us an update on traffic there. Let's take a break. Come back. I want to I want to jump back into this story from yesterday. I guess we can talk about the Carly Russell thing, too, if y'all want to. Uh, I, I don't know there's really anything to add to it, except she's admitted that she didn't get kidnapped, which I don't think we needed an admission necessarily. Should she go to jail for lying? And should she have to pay that restitution for all the manpower that it took to look for her? I'm going to go on record and say, yeah, I think she should go to jail. You know, I don't know if it's worth sticking her in there and having to pay for it for another year or two. But I think you have to prove a point with stuff like this. You have to set an example. Because our government has been doing a very, very very bad job of setting examples lately, Hunter Biden. You need to make an example every now and then. And uh, I'm just curious, what do y'all think? Text me. Should Carly, Carly Russell, should should, uh, Alabama Juicy Smoulet, should she go to jail for lying and kidnapping herself? 769-241. 1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. 
We'll be right back after this break. Live here on WYAB 103.9 FM right here in central Mississippi. Shout out to my folks down there in Pelahatchee. I hear y'all listening this morning. Shout out to my folks down in Simpson County. I see y'all out there. Shout out to Byram, Brandon, Pearl, Madison, Gluckstadt. Even my folks in Jackson. Shout out to y'all. How about Flora? How about Yazoo City? Clinton. Appreciate everybody out there listening this morning. Florence. Can't forget Florence. Shout out to the team down at A1 Gear and Auto. Justin and the crew down there twisting them wrenches, busting them knuckles, getting their cars back on the road. Back on the road. Shout out to my folks, Ellis Autoplex. Shout out to my folks down at Crystal Springs at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Get out and support these folks. This segment, speaking of getting out and supporting, you know it. The Big Salad, it's what's for lunch today. Try one of their great uh, specialty salads or get it converted into a wrap. I'm telling you, man, the hotter it gets, the better salad tastes. I actually bought some lettuce to, uh, the other night. We are going to eat a salad with our steaks, and I think we ended up eating something else before that anyway. Got full and didn't eat the salads. So I ate a salad for lunch yesterday just at the house. I mean, obviously a terrible ad read here. To my point, though, when the hotter it gets outside, the more I want fresh salads. So look, check them out, man, thebigsalad.com. They have soups, salads, subs, sandwiches, smoothies, and more. They're locally owned. It is a franchise, but still locally owned. Right there at Dogwood on Market Street, right across from Amerigo. They're available for delivery on take-a-break deliveries. Or, of course, dine-in or carry-out. You can place your order online at The Big Salad and check out their menu. That's what's for lunch today, The Big Salad. All right, let's see here. Clean up a couple text messages. I asked the question, should Carly Russell go to jail and face criminal charges for lying about her kidnapping? Reagankin, one of my favorite texters, says, yes, Carly Russell and anyone else who does this must be punished, including reimbursing the cost of law enforcement. Law enforcement has enough problems trying to solve true crimes to be drafted into this foolishness. One of the officers in the Tawana Bradley lie committed suicide. Did she ever apologize? Did Sharpton, Tyson, anyone? Don't think so. How about the Duke lacrosse players? Accusations alone have consequences, serious consequences. So should fake accusations. Couldn't agree more if I had said it myself. Thank you, Reagankin. Uh, off subject a little bit, but something I definitely want to hit. Spartacus says, The Lumumba administration has known for months how bad the conditions of the Metro Center have been. Literally no air conditioning for over three months. Morale among workers are at all-time low. Yeah, and, and this, this is not an attack against you, Spartacus, so please don't take this the wrong way. It didn't take a rocket scientist to be able to look at the Metro Center and say that conditions aren't an all-time low. That road around it, or <laughs> here's my favorite part. How about the fact they turned it into an illegal trash processing center? Where they roll, put the rollback dumpsters out there and let people bring their trash. You got the flies, you got the smell, you got the environmental issues. I mean, imagine working somewhere for the city of Jackson or for, you know one of the independent uh, people that have a business there for some odd reason. 
imagine them, or just imagine where you work. How about this? Imagine where you work. That it, of course is not unless it's a city dump. Imagine the city deciding, or, or your boss for that matter, deciding. You know what? We're not using all this parking lot. I've worked at big car lots that don't use all the parking lots before. Imagine them coming in, putting a bunch of rollback dumpsters and saying, open to the public, come drop your trash off here. But that ain't what I signed up for. I did not sign up for this. So I get, I don't have a lot of sympathy for City of Jackson workers because so many of them don't care, but there are some that do. And so for those, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to fight this fight for. Same with my friends at JPD that I know give a damn. Those are the ones I fight the fight for. And, you know, on the, speaking of JPD, I hear nothing but great things about the new chief. I hope Chakwe lets him do his job. I, I hope Chakwe, if for no other reason than in spite of the Capitol Police, I hope Chakwe lets him do his job. Because I hear nothing but good things. I even talked to a guy that got fired from JPD recently. And he spoke highly, highly, highly of the new chief. So uh, hopefully they'll let him do his job. That's all I can say about that. But just imagine them turning your turning where you work into a city dump. Talk about a dumpster fire. So and I mean look, the people that own the metro, the retro metro folks. Clearly, they I, I ain't seen the maintenance list. I ain't seen anything they've done. But from, and these are all Chalkway's people, man. I mean, these are all. In, I don't want to name names off the top of my head here, and be wrong, but I'm pretty sure one of the one of the head minority set asides is part owner of that retro metro thing, and he makes plenty of money off the city of Jackson and these contracts and all this other stuff. They should be, at minimum, keeping the roof from leaking at the Metro Center and the part that they own. They should, at minimum, keep the rodents out. But, you know, what do you do when it comes to the rodents? They allowed it to be a city dump out there. So maybe I'm contradicting myself a bit here. I do that some, you know. It, again, it's Jackson. Is anybody surprised? I mean, you can't even drive around the Metro parking lot. It's that bad. Yeah, that building will be that the Metro is Jackson's version of the Packard plant in Detroit. It's going to be a permanent eyesore. It's going to cost way too much to tear it down. Nobody's ever going to use it for anything else. It is going to be our version of the Packard plant. It's going to slowly start deteriorating more and more and more. It'll be overtaken by homeless people and fentanyl addicts and crackheads and people like me will be in there doing urban exploration videos, and I'll be the one that goes to jail for trespassing. Meanwhile, you got somebody over there with a needle hanging out their arm. Uh, 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 Joe Biden uh, supplied crack pipe. But I'll be the one that gets arrested for trespassing because I want to show people the deplorable conditions inside the Metro Center. Maybe tag it with the Save Jackson logo on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching a documentary uh, yesterday, last night. Vice does still does some good documentaries. Granted, they're still very left-leaning, but they have a series called Abandoned 
on the Vice YouTube channel if you like abandonment porn like I do. It, it, that's urban exploration. If you like urban exploration stuff like I do, I highly recommend going and following the Abandon series. But they were in Detroit. They are talking about the rebirth, revitalization, abandonment of Detroit and how it's two Detroits into one. And, of course, they're talking to people who live in these communities that are mad that people don't want to live in the community, but then get mad that white people want to live in the community. The, the, the gentrification is something that's being packaged and sold to black America improperly. And they think it's a bad thing. But i tell you what they did say. So let's just use their argument. They're talking about gentrification. People were saying they saw a Facebook ad that says, why pay $1,500 a month in this side of town? We come over to this side and pay $900. That, well, the people that already live here, $900 is a lot of money to them. They don't need somebody coming in and raising the price of rent. But well, that's life in the big city. But you're also the same person that says, everybody left here, white flight. Urban flight. Everybody left here. But then when they try to come back, you're mad at them for trying to come back. But if you if you want people to, you want businesses to come, business follows money. You need people. Like, I think it's ridiculous that they renamed part of Jackson Midtown. But that's exactly, they did exactly there. They tried to rename, in Detroit, they tried to rename one of these neighborhoods, something different, this neighborhood that Stevie Wonder's from. It's called like Core Town. They tried to name it to New Court Town. And I guess the word court is supposed to tell you that it's, 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 we heavily enforce law enforcement and this, that, and the other, and it got struck down. But it's a lot like Fondren, for example. Or, but I, I use Midtown more as, as a real example for this. And they're mad that people want to come in and reinvest. You, you, people aren't going to invest into a poverty situation for it to stay poverty. That's just is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I'm making sense here. But it's, it's hard to make sense out of something that doesn't make sense. And that's liberal logic. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by our friends out at Mercy House Auto Center. Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center in Crystal Springs. Hey, are you looking for a vehicle in that ten dollars to $20,000 range? Look, I talk to people every day. It's a hard market to satisfy. People's uh, expectations are a bit skewed on what ten dollars to $20,000 should buy them nowadays, especially if they hadn't bought a car since before COVID. It's crazy out there. Uh, Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center, however, has got you covered in that price range. It's what they specialize in, as we like to say. Check them out online, mercyhouseautocenter.com. They uh, they have credit situations or uh, assistance or access to money for all credit lines, or not all credit lines, all credit types, you know, from bad to good to none. They can help you out down there at Mercy House Auto Center. And, hey, here's what's really cool. If, say, you got an old vehicle, running or not, you just want to get rid of it, make it go away. You don't feel like dealing with the hassle of selling it having to deal with people coming to your house, all that stuff, give them a call. Donate it to Mercy House Auto Center. They will come. They'll tow it off. Just need to have a clean title on this thing. And then you ain't just giving it to them for free. You're going to get a tax write-off for this thing. And look, any penny kept from our government is a is a good penny to me. It's more valuable if you don't have to give it to them for these useless things they like to do with our money, <clears throat> Ukraine. So, 
mercyhouseautocenter.com, located right down there in Crystal Springs. Shop them online. Go follow them on Facebook. Same thing, Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center or mercyhouseautocenter.com. And uh, check out the inventory. Let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, you're looking for a good vehicle in that price range, $10,000 or so. They're going to have you covered. Mercy House Auto Center. Uh, and also, it's a great ministry to sow into. They put their money back into the Mercy House Teen Challenge Rehabilitation Center, helping putting fathers back in homes and beat addictions, which at the end of the day, saves our communities, saves our children, and uh, makes for a better place to live. All right. Uh, I got a little off track in that last segment, per usual. I wanted to circle back to the Carly Russell stuff. I asked you guys to text into the Guns and Gear text line, and you did just that. Roger says, yes, she should be charged. If you don't set an example, it will continue to get worse. Juicy Smoulet didn't get what he deserved. He got off light. You know, Juicy showed you that all you got to do is go to jail and just show your butt. And they just let you go because they don't want you dying there. I had a uh, a former relative <laughs> who got arrested for for drugs and went to jail in Rankin County, actually. And she showed her butt so bad in jail and through such a fit that they just dropped her off at the hospital and called her dad and told him to come get her. Just come get her. And I made a mental note that if I ever get arrested again, I'm going to show my butt so bad and just act out and act crazy that they're going to be more scared of me dying on their watch than they are willing to keep me there. Anyway, that's what Carly Russell's probably going to try to do too. So let's see here. Uh, Lost Sheep says, you know Carly is going to get a pass on this because she's a black lady. I agree. I agree. Let's see here. All right. I think that's it on those. I got an interesting message on Facebook during the break. This is from a lady who, because of her work, has to get be in and out of Jackson a lot, in a lot of rough neighborhoods, this, that, and the other. I'm going I'm, I'm to read this. Let's just say, I'm, I'm going to skip to the part Actually, tells me what she does for a living. She just says, I had to drive through Jackson multiple times a day. You're right about the drug-addicted homeless people. You see, I saw a lady the other day who looked like the people you the people you see on the Facebook videos posted. I'm talking about the ones I do from the crackheads at the gas stations. She goes, it looked as if she got a hold of some trank. That's that zombie drug we were talking about last week. She said, I think that is what everyone calling it, trank. Also, the tall grass, because the county isn't caring for the areas, abandoned homes and buildings, prostitutes walking McDowell. I've even seen a drug deal go down. Not one JPD officer in sight anywhere anytime I go to Jackson. I do, however, see the Capitol Police, and I love it. You know, a lot of people thought I was over-exaggerating when I started doing the Save Jackson page. Oh, you're just looking for the worst things, and, you know, anytime you're looking for bad things, you can find it. You know, you're not showing the good stuff. I'm not here to show the good stuff. I'm here to point out the bad. And the bad is way too easy to find. 
And every day, some well-to-do、uh, white liberal type girl, I'm not calling this lady a white liberal, I'm just, this happens a good bit though. People who say, I thought you were just making things up, I thought you were just a racist, but come to find out, I had to go to Jackson or something, and I saw all the things you talk about. I keep telling y'all, I'm a warning label. Like the one on a hairdryer that says, don't use it in the shower. It may seem useless until you get there and you're like, now I see. Now I see what he's talking about. Be careful out there. Be careful out there in Jackson.、Uh, let's see here.、Uh, there w a s a few other things I wanted to hit this morning. But, hey, don't forget, 9 to 10 this morning, of course. We'll have the Grow Your No show brought to you by Kelly's Green, medical marijuana, Mississippi Medical Marijuana Show. We do every Tuesday from 9 to 10. We'll have Kelly Williams here in the studio. She's the CEO of Kelly's Green. I, I may or may not be co hosting. It depends on if she brings a guest in or not, but I'll be back here twisting the knobs. All right.、Uh, something I was trying to get back to a minute ago and got sidetracked was this mechanic they arrested in South Jackson. We hit this for a second yesterday. And again, I have spoken on here for February, it'll be three years I've been doing this show. I've spoken about, I wish they would just enforce the, the laws and the codes currently on the books. And you would see a lot of, because, you know, believe it or not, up to about 20 years ago, a lot of smart people ran Jackson, Mississippi. A lot of smart people held this thing together. And ever since Harvey Johnson Jr. sands the four years that Frank Melton was mayor, h a s been ran by a bunch of idiots. So they, they, they put a lot of things in place, a lot of code things, a lot of keep this city clean type stuff in place, make it look nice in place. Now, this current administration, for the last few for that matter, Have not enforced these things the way they should have been. And they'll tell you, we ain't got the money for it. You find the money to do all k i n d of dumb stuff. You found the money to throw a party ice cream safari at the zoo and brag about 1,200 people showing up. I used to do 1,200 people every Friday and Saturday night at Club 105. That's, that's something to brag about when your fire code ain't but 500 and you're putting 1,200 in there. There's 1,200 people at the zoo can't even break even. 1,200 people at the zoo, and I bet you everybody got him free. I don't know that to be a fact. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Let's just, even let's just say it was $5 each. So you made about $52, $5,400, something like that. Whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. You spent more than that on your staff, the police presence it took to make people feel safe over there. And marketing. So, again, bragging about nonsense. But back to this mechanic. I, I wouldn't have a problem with them arresting the guy or writing a citation for running a business out of his home. If, for example, there hasn't been two different vehicles shot at with women inside. Randomly in the last three days. That neither, that neither 
suspects has been arrested in. in. It just feels like energy is put into things that don't make a difference. You have to assume that this guy that run this at-home mechanic shop was probably working on somebody's car that works for the city. Now, this is just pure speculation on my end, but I know how petty they are firsthand. So this would 100% make sense to me. Probably worked on somebody's busted up Malibu. Something else tore up on it after they got it back. Of course, blames it on him. It's like when you work on somebody's computer. No matter what happens, good or bad, moving forward, it's your fault. Probably tried to get him to fix it for free. He refused to do it because it, it had nothing to do with what he corrected. And they're like, all right, you're going to see. You're going to find out today. You're going to find out today. And I bet they sent the police over there and had him arrested. But meanwhile... Pull over Chakwe's drug dealer friends, allegedly, and they let them go. I've heard stories about supervisors getting called for certain drug dealers in Jackson, Jew City. Certain drug dealers getting pulled over by younger cops, and the second that tag gets ran or that ID gets ran, supervisor hauling butt over there is like, no, 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 we got to let them go. We got to let them go. But let's go make sure we let's go make sure we arrest this mechanic for trying to make a little cheddar. Again, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with you making sure the back door was locked if the front door wasn't wide open. We'll be right back. The last minute of the Clay Edwards show. I want to Black Chris text in, and uh, sorry if that's inappropriate to call him that. That's how it's saved in the phone because we have a couple different Chris's. He says, uh, do they bring up charges on this on the guns and your text line? Do they bring up charges on how when police are called on black people that the citizens end up paying for it because they were innocent and wasn't doing nothing? He's referring to like the barbecue Becky stuff. And then he says that uh, the same people who ran Jackson 20, 25 years ago are now the same ones who run Mississippi for the past hundred years and keep it last place and everything. That, my friends, is a myth. Not a single former Jackson politician runs Mississippi now. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. We'll dive deeper into that tomorrow. That's a good topic for me and Sean. Grow your know next. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.